0: Love to Radio. You're all I've ever wanted, but I'm terrified of you. Seek my castle, may be haunted, but I'm terrified of you. I've cast my spell on millions, but I'm terrified of you. Baby, I do this from the feeling, but I'm terrified of you. I'll wait my whole life to bite the right one. You come along and that freaks me out So I'm frightened Ooh, Dracula's I never ran from no one But I'm terrified of you See, my heartbeat is a slow one But I'm terrified of you I've been around for ages But I'm terrified of you Run my thing across the stage But yet I'm terrified of you i will my whole life the right one And you come along and that brings me out I want to fight for Dracula's wedding Uh, You know I'm terrified Uh, You know I'm terrified
1: Hey, everybody. Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Talk with Jade on Vibe Radio. Um, I am a psychic medium. I am a paranormal investigator, for those of you who don't know. I am with an awesome Buffalo, New York-based team called Ghost Stories, Fact, and Fiction, or GSFF. And if you are not already following them, please do that now. I will... um, tag them after this video is over. Um, Thank you, Ryan, with the freaking awesome Paranormal Show and um, Blog Talk Radio. So we'll just get right into it. Today's episode is going to be a heavy topic, um, spirits and suicide, suicide awareness and prevention. And um, this is this episode means a lot to me, and I guess you will see why, so, like I said, we'll just get into it um I do have a a mental health issue um I have post traumatic stress disorder um because of a traumatic and abusive childhood, and I've dealt with depression and um, you know feeling hopeless at times, like I know what it's like. To suffer, so I just want to start with that, and you know, if anyone is struggling right now, I get it, and you are not alone. Um, but I'm not going to say too much more about my childhood. I think that's, we can save that for another time. But um, <clears throat> I think that because I've dealt with these issues, that being a medium, I feel like these spirits, some of them who have been through trauma and have committed suicide I think that they are I think that's why they come to me not just because I'm a medium but but because I've been through it and that makes that just makes it easier for them to communicate with me I think and I think that's why they're attracted to me because you know I know what it's like and I can hear them and so anyways um I'm gonna start out by telling a story um, about a friend of mine who took his life when we were 19. I'm not going to mention his name out of respect, but I've had the blessing of being able to tell his story. So that's what I'm going to do. So um, I was friends with this guy, and we went to high school together, and we worked together for a while, and we were pretty close. Um, he was the one who always made everybody else laugh, and I can just remember, you know, working with him, and you know, he had, had me in tears, laughing so hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy how sometimes the happiest people, you know, they 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 hide it well. Um, so, being a medium, part of my gift is. Um, being able to talk to spirits through dreams but um, I hadn't really tuned in, into that at the time when I was 19 like I can do now so one night I am sleeping and I have a dream it's gonna sound crazy but just bear with me and follow me I had a dream that there was a zombie apocalypse okay And I'm terrified. You know what I mean? And me and a few friends run into a building um, and lock the, the doors. And so we're inside and we're safe. And I look outside and it's dark out and there's all these zombies, okay, you know, zombies. And I see my friend who took his life. I see him. And he's like an angel. He's lit up like an angel, and he's walking through these zombies, and they don't see him. Only I can see him. And then all of a sudden, the zombies start breaking in the door. So I, and I don't know why, this is just my dream, I automatically run up to the top of the building, and I jump off it. I I wake up, and like immediately from that. And I wake up to a phone call from a mutual friend of mine, of ours, and he said, Jade, he just just killed himself. He just jumped off of a building. So that was really tough. Um, I've lost a lot of people, but that... That death in particular really, really screwed me up. Um, after he died, I, 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 I kept dreaming about him more, and it almost—it scared me. But I, but I liked it because the dreams were so real that I could talk to him just like I'm talking to you or to a real person I was having a real conversation I was in my head I'm like okay these are the things that I want to ask him and I would ask him in the dream and he would respond it was, it was, it was nuts it was nuts but even though like he pretty much told me like he ended up telling me something that like only his parents would know and like in my dream and but it was just really crazy and then for the next year after that I mean I just went off of the deep end like First of all, I thought, well, I I saw him the night before that this happened, <clears throat> so I had some guilt attached to that, of course. Um, what was I gonna say? And everywhere I went, I would just see people who looked like him. It was it was it was a lot. It was it was bad grief. I mean, like I said, I've lost other people, but grief, you know, it it's just different. It's just different, and it can make you do and think things that aren't normally you. And anyway, so after he died, I spent time with his family and just tried to make sure that they were all right. And so anyway, so after he passed away, every time I would drive by the street that he lived on, I would blow him a kiss, like just go like, and nobody knew that. Only me. Only I knew that. And so a little bit after that, I ended up taking one of my uh, girlfriends to Lilydale, New York, um, the town of psychics and mediums. She hadn't experienced it. I wanted her to. It was um, during the summer season. So like, you know. At Lilydale in the summer, you go there and you sit in a crowd of people, and psychics and mediums will pick you out of the crowd and give you a reading. So we go, and I'm like, wow, like I really hope that this girl gets a reading, like they'll pick her out. They they did it for like an hour, and then finally, this person just walks up and. And he goes, you, and he points right at me, and I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. And he's like, you have a lot of people around you. I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, but in particular, there is a young male here who passed before his time. And, you know, he said, you know, he's always with you and has your back and stuff. At the end of his reading for me, he goes, and he blows you a kiss. <laughs> I nearly died <laughs> I was like wow like I don't know nobody else knew that nobody could possibly know that so anyways and even now like I don't know I feel like sometimes they become like guardian angels for you in a way but um but yeah I, I miss him and uh on the anniversary of his death on his birthday like weird really weird stuff happens like um after he passed away his his parents made um necklaces uh and they were like it was a penny but it had a cross like um you know engraved into it but pennies and his mom kept saying like he's finding pennies and stuff so it was like a couple years ago and like I, i think it was his birthday and um I was in the bathroom and like I'm just standing there, you know, doing whatever like in the mirror. And a penny just literally just falls from I I to this day, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it was really weird, but um yeah, I hear often that like pennies are like a symbol and but I don't know. This this was this whole thing is for him. I feel like he's been around me the past few days and supportive and I just feel grateful that I have the opportunity to tell his story. I will say this. Um, when he, so he jumped off the building and I found out after that when he hit the ground and the police came, he was still alive and he begged them to save him he didn't want to die but unfortunately he ended up passing away um so so i had a lot of guilt i had a lot of guilt i i was you know and i think that's normal but like being like wow i could have saved him somehow if i'd said something different you know i, I saw him yesterday you know so <clears throat> so after that, there was another friend of mine who, you know, was into things that, I don't know, let's just say he was into things that were not good for him. And I dreamt that he was going to pass away. And I'm like, well, you know, if this is real, you know, maybe I can just, you know, talk to him and... You know, just encourage him and maybe try to give him some guidance. And and I, so I did that. And then a year later, he was dead too. It was an accident, but so why am I saying this? Because, like I said, I feel like sometimes people who have lost others to suicide they feel guilt. And I mean. I understand now that, you know, I'm, people are going to do, if their mind is made up, they are going to do it. Like, I understand that. And it's crazy because, like, my life has been really hard, but, um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I I knew that I was going to get kind of emotional. This is really hard to talk about. Um. So we'll just move on to the next thing then. <laughs> so after I had my first child, my oldest, I lost two babies and and I knew that it was a girl and a boy. And um so then right after my grandmother died I had my son, Joshua, who was four now, almost five in April, and so one day, he's at the park, and he's just running around playing, and he's just having a good old time, and I'm like, he's talking to somebody, he's talking to himself, you know what I mean? So I go up to him, and he goes, I'm playing with my brother and sister, Mom. I'm like, Wow. And and he even said that they were a little bit older than him, like big brother and big sister, which would make sense. That was kind of creepy. Not to lie. <laughs> also, um, my oldest daughter, when she was like three years old, or wait, 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 let's see, 2016. Anyways, my grandmother, who passed away, loved my oldest daughter. That's the only child of mine that is living that um that she's met. You know, while she was alive, so they were really close. And uh, when she was, after my grandma passed away, my my daughter Eden, she was uh, in a room. I can hear her her talking to somebody too, you know. And I'm fine with you know imaginary friends or whatever, but she was very specific. She goes, "Oh, I'm talking to Lisa. I'm talking to Lisa right now." I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "We've been playing." She's like, "She's an older lady." And I was shocked because nobody called my grandmother, at least that was her name, but we all called her Nanny. And Eden would have only, you know, my daughter would have only known that that her name was Nanny. She she, she had no way of knowing that that was her name. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, my kids are, <laughs> seem to have a little bit of a gift too, but a lot of children are um <clears throat> Closer to spirit than we are. Unfortunately, you know, the world comes in and their imagination isn't as, or their mind isn't as open anymore. But um, speaking of my grandmother, so she was very humble. She had a lot of spiritual gifts, too. Sorry, I'm going to have some coffee. I know, 9 o'clock. Oh, well. (laughs) She would have premonitions in her dreams. Um, she did tell me that once you know in her twenties she had a dream that a coworker of hers was going to take her life, and um she actually prevented that from happening happening to that woman because of her dream, and she told me that later on you know she had no idea i mean she <laughs> I guess anything could have happened but <clears throat> This lady told her like, because you talked to me, I did not take my life. So I thought that was pretty cool. I missed her. Um, let's see what we got here, guys. All right, so I'm going to be looking at notes for a little bit because um, I, wa- I want to like make sure that I say everything and explain it, you know what I mean? Um, so common questions and misconceptions about heaven and spirits who take their lives. Um, For those of you who don't know, I do have a bachelor's degree in world religion. I've studied the Bible a lot. (laughs) And um, so, and what I do, you know, as a medium and talking and helping souls go to heaven, like, do I feel qualified to talk about this? Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you guys, honestly. So, <clears throat> spirits who come to me who have commit suicide usually take full responsibility for their actions. Um, however, they are usually insistent that there were several several contributing factors, such as mental health, but um, just like my friends, some souls realize after they've passed away that it was either an accident or they've made a mistake. Um, <clears throat> but spirits who commit suicide are more than capable of going to heaven if they find themselves earthbound. And I know this from experience, okay? God's love, just, just because, like, so... In the Bible, it says that suicide is a sin. Yes. It is no different. It is no less or greater of a sin than anything else. And when you pass away, you you can still have the grace of God to go to heaven. Just because someone has taken their lives doesn't mean, oh, they're going to hell or, oh, you know, I don't know. Like, of course they have unresolved um, issues like the number one thing is they want their story told um but spirits who have committed suicide can go to heaven and they do go to heaven so I want to make that absolutely clear I have helped souls who have been through trauma and suicide go to heaven so I know I know that they can yeah um another question also that I get um all right, so if our loved ones in heaven are are in heaven, how can they communicate with me? How can they come here on earth? How can they help me when I'm here and they're in heaven? Um, And the first comment is there are windows in heaven. God allows them to watch over us. I mean, think about it like I mean, I think about it, Jesus, I, you know, passed away. I want to be looking over my kids, you know, 24-7 or something like that. You know, there are windows in heaven. Um, just like angels are able to be with us, our loved ones are now in a position to protect us, encourage us, um, guide us, and communicate with us this down here um another question I get is this what are some ways I can communicate with my deceased loved ones um and I also get a lot of well can I just grab the Ouija board just like you do and no I do not recommend that to anybody especially you know beginners or people yeah no (laughs) there are several other ways that you can communicate with your loved ones. Um, so first of all, I mean, for me, I've noticed that intent, like my intention, my motive, my desire to, you know, to speak to a certain loved one, that attracts what you're looking for. Um if you set your mind to it, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I personally, I've had to learn to, like, quiet my mind. I've done a lot of, like, guided meditations. I mean, you can just search that on YouTube or something, you know, guided meditations. To help you relax, um, you can do, um, and it will bring you through, like, um, like breathing techniques that also, you know, help you relax and um, just Yeah, I've done, like, a lot of meditation. (laughs) I've had to, honestly, for, like, peace of mind. But now it just comes easily. So, yeah, learning to quiet your mind. And, yes, I do recommend guided meditation. You can put, like, you know, headphones in and just, you know, lay down and soak it in. And do it often. Um, And then it will become, like, second nature. Um, If you have any personal items from your loved ones, jewelry, be a shirt, um, anything that belonged to them, hold it. Hold it and ask for them to speak with you. But keep something personal from them. Um, I personally, I, well, my grandma left me all her furniture and stuff and all her paintings and so I have them all over the house and like definitely make a difference. I actually have their um their their urns here. I have them they are next to each other and in front of it is a picture of them. Um so I see it every day and like, uh and then I just decorated it for uh, Christmas for them. It's kind of nice to like have them there instead of I don't know, having to go to a cemetery all the time. <laughs> like it's nice to it's nice to have them here with me at home but so um so yes keep items of theirs very close to you um talk about them bring them up i know sometimes when someone's grieving you're not sure you know if you want to talk about and stuff yes talk about them talk about really good times so that you start seeing them that way more and Um, you know, honor their, honor their memory. Um, yes, no, I do not recommend wiki boards. The number one thing for somebody, you know, who has lost someone and you want to try to talk to them is, yeah, if you have an item of theirs, hold it and speak out loud. Use your voice. Words have power. Um, you know, the Bible says that God created the world and the, the stars and everything with words. Words are powerful, and it will. You can manifest things with your words. So speak out loud, you know, and use honest, genuine emotion. If you're hurting because this person that you love has passed away, use that. That use that. Be open. Just be open. They will communicate with you. Um, and like I said, the meditation part of it. Um, also has helped me when it comes to being able to control the dream part of it. Um, but ask them, say, you know, can you come to me in, in my dreams tonight? You know, ask them right, right then and there to say, hey, I miss you and I love you. Can you give me a sign that you're with me? Um, if you can also go and see a medium, I guess. <laughs> like honestly, if if you if you if you're suffering because you've lost someone to suicide or you know a family member then um you know you should d- don't don't let don't try to deal with your grief by yourself i mean i don't know it wasn't healthy for me personally <laughs> to like try to do it alone but um yeah you can definitely learn how to communicate with your loved ones and then you know it'll get easier and easier to recognize when they are around. Um loved ones are generally that I found around um on holidays, you know, birthdays, um, things like that. So and yeah, the anniversary of their death or on their birthdays, you know, I I, I find it easier for me. But um <clears throat> at the same time, you know, what for me personally when I'm trying to communicate with loved ones and this is biblical as well. Just because if you do get spirit communication, just because you are experiencing it, I just wanna kinda of throw a warning out there that um negative spirits also like to mimic um family members and things like that to gain your trust. So um Bible verse, first John Four one, says, test every spirit to see if it is from God, which means, for example, um, like when I go to the Hensdale House and stuff, or do Ouija boards, um, you know, sometimes negative things like to come through, and I'm at the point now where I am able to say, like, um like, basically, a spirit who will not, how do I put this, if a spirit will not try to help you grow closer to God or whatever spirituality you have, then it probably is not, it's not something good. Um, any, you know, meetings you have with mediums, any, you know, spiritual sessions investigating that you do um I don't know I I test every spirit to see if it's from God. Yeah. I anyways. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm a little tired. Um so if you're struggling, if you are struggling mentally, you know, not even if you've lost someone else, if you yourself are struggling, I'm going to tell you this from my experience as a medium. It is easier to stay here, believe it or not. It is easier to stay because one spirit that I've helped cross over has been searching for closure for a lot of years, many years, many, many years, it's you know, it's not every day somebody who is sensitive to these things like I am, I guess is able to come along and help you in your getting to go to heaven. it's It's easier to stay here, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it is because we have we have more resources here. We have more of an opportunity to get help. And I don't, I don't know if that brings comfort to anybody, but like I said, I've seen spirits who have been, you know, stuck and desperate, calling for help, and nobody hears. It's, it's easier to say, and I just want to say that it's not a sign of weakness to try to get help. It's actually a sign of strength, especially nowadays is life 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 sucks sometimes it really does it's never really been fair for me either ever ever but i I choose to stay today, and I just want people to know, like I said, I've been through it,'ll go through it, and if you need anyone to talk to. I am here, either about that or from the medium side of it, um, if you want to connect with somebody who has passed away, you can uh, private message me and because I know every situation is different, you know, and I can give you, you know, some ideas of how to contact the person. Um, so I it? 930. I'm also going to mention 988 is the... National Suicide Prevention Number. They are available 24/7. Um, also, so uh, that was kind of an, that was kind of intense. <laughs> so, what I'm going to do? We still have some time left. I'm, I'm just going to switch it up for a sec. So, I'm going to give you a little ghost story. Um, try to lighten the mood a little bit so when I was like maybe 20 I heard of a cemetery in Rochester New York called Mount Hope Cemetery and I'm just going to read a little bit of history about it and then I'm going to tell you what happened to me founded in 1838 it is the first municipal cemetery in the United States. It is the burial site of Susan B. Anthony and Frederick Douglass. It is situated on 196 acres of land and adjacent to the University of Rochester on Mount Hope Avenue. The cemetery is the permanent resting place of over 350,000 people. It is the biggest cemetery I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> so the land was purportedly haunted even before it became a cemetery. Early settlers reported seeing apparitions that would vanish and mystery lights. There are also rumors of satanic worship and rumors of human sacrifices. So <clears throat> when I was 20, i built up there with a friend, you know, just another hard place, right? I think it might have even been the second time I went there. Yeah, I think the first time nothing really happened. But So then, so the second time I went, it was probably, it, it, it was late. It was dark out. Um Nothing really happened, you know, maybe a couple of noises or whatever. So we get to this, like, row of crips, I can't say it, <laughs> where, where where the bodies are in. Okay, and all of a sudden, I see a black shadow walk out of one of these crypts and stand there, and it starts running at me. <laughs> I and it, like I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Like and 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 there was no way that anybody could get in or out of that. Like a black shadow. It chased me for like a mile till I had to leave. That was terrifying. <laughs> So Mount Hope Cemetery in Rochester, of course you need permission to just go investigate, but I don't know, the history is pretty cool, and, um, like, I like that it dates back so far. That's pretty cool. But um, what is it? Listen, guys, I don't know how much longer I am going to do this. Um, I just, um, like I said, please join our paranormal team, Ghost Stories, Fact, and Fiction. On Facebook, we also have a TikTok at GSFF underscore paranormal. Um, And we will be working more, I I think, on on a YouTube channel as well. But um, thank you for everyone for for tuning in. Can't talk tonight. Um, Thank you again, Ryan, with the Freakin' Awesome Paranormal Show and Blog Talk Radio. And lastly, Like I said, um, if anyone needs to to talk, I'm here, or reach out to somebody. You don't have to do anything alone, and the world is better because you are here. I promise you, and better days are coming. Um, Might not feel like it now, but that's been my experience at least. I am glad that I've stayed, and um, like I said, this episode podcast was for my friends and people who I've lost and my own issues in my life. But all right, everybody, have a good night. Thank you. Bye.
2: Whoops. (laughs) Hold on.